This episode of the YVR Screen Scene Podcast is brought to you by Fish Flight Entertainment. This episode was sponsored in part by listeners like you. Join our Patreon community and receive early access to episodes, bonus content, stickers, buttons, and more. Visit www.patreon.com slash YVR Screen Scene Podcast. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and expose the beating heart to the Vancouver film and television industry, namely the actors and filmmakers and other talented artists who do the work, capital T, capital W. I'm Sabrina Rani Firminger. Every culture has its magic, its strengths, and its challenges. Take South Asian culture. I speak from a place of intimate knowledge and profound love when I say that Indian culture is both beautiful and challenging. Our culture prioritizes family above almost everything else, which is beautiful, but can also be challenging if you deviate from the established traditional path of heterosexual marriage and 2.5 kids in any way. And when you're queer in our culture, Well, that can be viewed as veering off the traditional path, and it can make the path towards loving yourself and forging meaningful and loving relationships with your parents and community long and winding indeed. The documentary Emergence Out of the Shadows confronts the alienation and discrimination faced by people dealing with sexuality, gender, and coming out issues in traditional communities and reveals that self-love and acceptance by families and communities is indeed possible. Yes, even in a culture as traditionally conservative as the South Asian community. Emergence Out of the Shadows was filmed in Vancouver and produced by Sheer Vancouver, a registered charity for LGBTQ plus South Asians and their friends and families. The film follows Kaden, Jag and Alex as they awaken to and express their sexuality within conservative South Asian families, both here in Canada and in India. Heart-wrenching and healing, their distinct coming out paths offer comfort, compassion, and inspiration to individuals and communities struggling with acceptance. The film has been accepted into nearly a dozen festivals around the world, including some of the premier international queer and South Asian film festivals and Academy Award qualifying festivals in the world. Locally, it has a screening in BC as part of the Social Justice Film Festival KDOCS FF on National Coming Out Day in October. Today, I am delighted to welcome Vinay Girdar and producer Alex Sanga, who is one of the three people to share their story in the film, to the YVR Screen Scene podcast to talk all about it. Vinay. Alex, welcome to the YVR Screen Scene podcast. Thanks for having us, Sabrina. Thank you for having us. So, living your truth and coming out can be difficult in any culture, but... I would say, I would hearken, I guess, that it is especially difficult in South Asian culture. Why is that? Like, am I correct? One. And two, why is that, do you think? You know, the South Asian culture is very collective. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's very much family-oriented. And many times in our culture, if you're middle-aged and working and you you know you're expected to bring home a wife and have children you live with your parents 
and sometimes the grandparents live with you. It's, mm. it's not like a nuclear family, really. It's an extended family. And there's a lot of expectations to, you know, study hard, to work hard, to be successful, to not embarrass the family, to not shame the family, to be a, you know, uh, to uh, really uh, make your parents proud. And so when these expectations, especially of expectations of marriage and children are placed upon the children who are gay or lesbian and what are they supposed to do? A lot of gay and lesbian uh, people end up forced into arranged marriages mm -hmm. because they're too afraid of rejection or being disowned or disinherited. Yeah. Um, a lot of gay men that I do counseling with, they end up having affairs with uh, gay men on the side. And sometimes they put their wife at risk of HIV and STDs. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a cultural issue and a social issue. It's actually a healthcare issue. And you're also depriving your wife of a loving, satisfying, sexually fulfilling life. Yeah. So overall, it's just, it's just really not a good thing. But this is what is happening. Vinay, why did you want to tell this particular story? You know, what, what, and I guess also Alex, like, what was it about Vinay, the filmmaker, that you're like, I trust I trust this dude with my story. Yeah, you know, I have worked with Vinay for over 10 years in Sher Vancouver. I initially hired him to do some graphic design work, uh, and he is so talented. He's a graphic designer, he's an illustrator. He studied at the Vancouver Film School, and he actually did animation, and his first uh, student project was selected at an Academy Award Festival and Qualifying Festival in California. and. I always felt he, he, he was a, such a top-notch editor, video editor. He has edited so many um, films, uh, I mean, video, short videos, working for his uh, South Asian lifestyle magazine that he works for uh, his, in his day job. And I was looking for a director for this film, and I thought, you know what, Vinny, we should give you a shot because do some research on directing, get some idea on how to direct, you know, work on the script. He's a very good storyteller because he used to work in India doing storyboards mm. with films. So he's really good at putting together the script and he's really good at editing. I thought, well, you know what? We'll give you a shot at directing. Let's see how it goes. And, and you know, he really, he really came through. He really hit a home run. I'm so proud of him. And one of the reasons I think the film went so well is because everyone in Share Vancouver knows him. They like him. He's very well liked and he has the trust. He has the trust of um, the cast. Yeah. And, you know, for the parents to say, okay, well, if Vinay is going to be directing this film, my mother will be like, okay, well, if Vinay is going to do it, then I'm in it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alex, for, for giving me that opportunity to share their stories. It's a huge thing because as a new immigrant, I've, I've only been here a few years. Uh, mm -hmm. Very, very hard to get a breakthrough. Like, oh, this is, this is you know, this will make uh, my journey. This will be a new you know, um, way for me to travel um, my road, right? So it was amazing for um, Alex and, and the rest of the cast to basically trust me with the story. Um, and I, I knew, like Alex said, I'm very close friends and I really, uh, they really trust me and I trust them. And uh, I really wanted to do a good job for them. Mm. Uh, and I didn't want to make them, um, you know, I. I didn't want to let them down, basically. So it is. It was important for me to say their story in a way that they identify with it, and then I just wanted to be there and listen to their stories. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm. I'm grateful.
I'm grateful. Well, what I really like about Vinay's approach is he has this approach of self-determination, which means you empower the, the cast to share their stories and their lived experience. And he allowed kind of like a free flow of thinking and emotions and feelings and let the story come out and tell itself, right? He, he didn't really have an agenda that was imposed on any of the cast. He has some basic general structured questions to kind of direct the flow of the questions, but it was kind of like a free flow and people could share what, what they wanted. And it was very therapeutic. It was very, kind of gave a sense of closure for me because for many of these feelings and uh, memories I've had of, of my childhood growing up and coming out and struggling with my sexuality, I haven't thought about it for a while. And hmm. for it to all come out, it was it was really quite, um, you know, therapeutic. And, it, and it, you know, for my mom, I when I saw my mother on screen, when I watched the finished film, I always thought she accepted me, loved me, and I didn't realize how much she struggled as a parent, hmm. how much she struggled as a parent to except her gay child, her gay son. And, you know, I really, you know, if it was also very much um, uh, a therapeutic process for my mom and it was eye awakening for me. It was an eye opener for me to see that and just the struggle the parents go through. It's very, in a way the parents are going through their own coming out journey of self-acceptance. And I think this film, what it makes it very unique is not just you get hope for the, you know, gay lesbian kids, you, the parents get some education and the parents you get to learn and the parents provide support to other parents. Yeah. It's a wonderful because you don't really see this in many coming out films in our community. There's very not many films, especially in the Punjabi Sikh and South Asian community about, you know, gay lesbian kids and especially the reactions of their parents. There's very, there's a very little, a very small body of work. So we're hoping to get it into schools. We have created a beautiful teacher's discussion guide, which is freely available off the Emergence website. Uh, we already have about 10 local screenings lined up to go into colleges, universities, libraries. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so we're gonna be everywhere. We, we go, we're, we're gonna having screenings at UBC, most likely SFU, University of the Fraser Valley, Douglas College, uh, you know, just city center library in Syria. These are all in the, in the process of planning and booking. Fantastic. So emergence emerges out of the shadows and onto the big screen. There's a headline for any of the newspapers or if you want to use that in your social needs, there you go. So let's talk about the impact that you would like. You know, I mean, this is a time when queer rights are seem to be especially under fire all over the world. Not that it's ever been super smooth sailing everywhere, but like it just it seems like, you know, especially for for trans people of color, it's it is just such a, a a challenging age. Like what role do you think a film like Emergence of the Shadows can play in in changing the conversation and moving the conversation forward around, you know, the 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 human rights of, you know, queer people of color. Yeah. Well, I feel film is another way to do social advocacy, social activism, and social work. And I am a social worker by trade and profession, and I'm a counselor. And I really feel that film can have social impact and reach a lot of people. And, you know, um, we saw that with My Name Was January in terms of the trans women of color. And so now we're making this film for South Asian queer people and their parents. And 
we've been getting such a great response from all over the world and the US, the UK and Canada, you know, film festivals are starting to embrace it. And we made a teacher's discussion guide. We already have 10 bookings, you know, and teachers are just saying, you know, we need this. We need this, especially in schools that have a large South Asian population. And of course, Metro Vancouver, that's a large demographic. Mm-hmm. And um, But the impact we really want to have is we want to normalize the conversation. You know, it doesn't matter if you're gay, if you're straight, if you're bisexual, if you're transgender, if you're um, lesbian, if you, you know, if you're whatever you are, you, you should be loved as who you are as a human being. Mm. And we want to treat people with dignity and respect. Um, we want to give hope to the younger generation that you are not alone and that you will find that one person or that community that you need to have your family. See, you know, I'm very sad to say that a lot of people in our community are rejected. A lot of people are alienated, even if they may not be, you know, made homeless, they are rejected in the sense of they're disinherited or they no longer get their school paid for or they have to do everything by themselves or they don't pay for their marriage. So they essentially are alienated and marginalized within the end, within their homes. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very sad situation. I, you know, as the founder of Share Vancouver and as a social worker, um, I hear these stories all the time in my counseling practice and it's very, very sad. And I just want to save lives and create safe spaces and educate the community and create awareness. Yeah, well, you definitely do that for sure. I mean, with this film is, it feels like the kind of film that I would love to direct people to, you know, like, I mean, beyond beyond playing at festivals and stuff and be like, oh, you're going through this? Well, there's this film I think you should watch. Or, oh, well, you want to know what your kid is thinking? There's this film that you should watch, you know? Um, I'd actually, I'd like to go back to filming for for a moment and talk about, you know, for each one of you, tell me about one of the most memorable moments you have from filming Emergence Out of the Shadows? Well, I have so many, like, um, just the studio interviews were, were very powerful for me, just because I, I got to hear their stories for the first time. It was so raw for me. And then um, I, I was getting emotional listening to their stories. I'm a, I'm, I tend to mimic what they're doing. Right? Like when they are emotional, I tend to get emotional. When they are happy, I do that. I do the same thing. So when so the this, parents are crying or when people are crying, you're crying too. I was crying. I mean, everybody's crying. I can imagine. My yeah, gosh. Yes. You get so emotional. And, you know, like I have so many, the stories, I, I, I wish I could make, uh, make make it a longer movie because there's so many, so much more they said that I could have added. Yeah. You know, we have time constraints, right? So, yeah, but the B-roll was the most fun part. Like that, that's when we had fun. Uh, we were able to go out and film and, you know, like, uh, there are some scenes with Alex, like a spiritual scene, like, uh, <laughs> and the scene on the bus, the scene in Whistler, they're all so memorable for us. So, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's like a baby for me. Yeah, yeah, I love it. What about for you, Alex? Yeah, you know, we are going to be editing three short films for high schools, 20, 25 minutes each, Kate and Jag and uh, My Story as well, but what I really, what was most memorable for me was um, when I heard 
Caden, you know, expressed himself to me and when I was sitting on the bench overlooking Patola Bridge and the Sky Bridge and the Fraser River and New Westminster, when I heard Caden, I mean, I was just trying to do what I had to do to get him out of a crisis situation. I didn't really realize that my outreach and my support of him as a mentor, really as a friend, and my mom's support of him. I mean, everyone calls my mother Grandma Jane from Vancouver. She's like the elder of the group. I love and your mother. I've never met her. I only know her from the film. I love her. Yeah, yeah so, she's, <laughs> so, you know, I never, it really got me emotionally. I started to tear up. I was shaking and I was tearing up. And you can capture a little bit of that feeling when I was in the film, talking to Kaden on the bench. And, I, you know, that really was memorable for me because I thought, you know what? All kids need is someone to believe in them. Hmm. All kids need is someone who supports them and accepts them and who gives them a chance and believes in them and nurtures their spirit and gives them hope in this world. You know, at the end of the day, we are all human beings and it's, it just breaks my heart that um, there's so many people suffering and they don't have that family. Yeah. And it's for some, you know, why should you, why should, I don't feel God created gay people because he wants them to suffer. You know, we are all God's children. You know, why do we have to suffer? And what did we do that is so bad? We just, we just loving people and we're not hurting anyone. Yeah. And, you know, this is, this is a real, really, it was really, you know, that was the moment at that moment in the film when Keenan was emotional and was expressing his feelings to me, I felt, oh my God, this is the real type of impact that Share Vancouver was meant to have. Maybe I founded Share Vancouver in 2008, 10, 12 years ago, because at, at today, in today, if I didn't found that, Keenan would have never contacted Share Vancouver and never got in touch with me and we would have never made this movie. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes things happen and this is just part of the destiny. Yeah. Over the course of, of your work with Share Vancouver, are you are you seeing notable noticeable changes within the community? Are people having, you know, I, I think like what that there were moments, I think especially because uh, Jag's dad looks so much like my father that I'm watching and I was like, I, I was just like kind of like transposing, I think my father onto him and being like, I don't know if my dad knows how to talk like this or to sh show his emotions or, or anything, you know? And yet you have these remarkable parents who are sitting there sharing their story and being vulnerable and emotional. And, you know, so are, are you seeing, you know, changes in the community, in, in parents, you know, and people who don't necessarily know how to talk like is, have there been any trends that give you give you hope at all, you know, about yes. the community yeah. and about the work mm. that people like your mother has been doing, you know, that like she's she's in there and, and you're in there and, you know, changing hearts and minds. Mm. Well, in 2008, when I founded Share Vancouver, the president of the Sikh temple in Surrey said there's no such thing as gay Sikhs. And that really put me on the spot. And there was a lot of backlash. And I was basically attacked on MSN at the time. All these people messaging me saying, you know, you're, you're, you're a disgrace. You're a disgrace to the community, blah, blah, blah. You're not a Sikh. You're not a true Sikh, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> you know, we later turned Share Vancouver into an organization for queer South Asians and friends. We just completely disassociated it with a, a religion because 
we really wanted to be a social service and help people. And I am a social worker. We didn't want to go into battles with religious fundamentalists. You know, that wasn't the purpose of the group. And however, later in, I think, 2018, uh, the outreach coordinator for the Casa Dewan Society, the Sikh temple in Vancouver, reached out to us. And he um, invited us to the Vancouver Vesaki Parade. We actually made history as the first queer South Asian group to march. We took 20 of us and we marched in the Vancouver Vesaki Parade. All over the news we were. Wow. And um, what happened was... There was backlash on the board, but it was too late. He already invited us. <laughs> yes, that's how you do it. We showed up. And so, you know, what, what else happened was um, um, I got a phone call from one of the board members of the same Sikh temple where the president before was saying that there's no such thing as gay Sikhs. He called me, he said, Alex, we may not agree on everything. However, I want to work together with you to reduce HIV, STDs, depression, uh, suicide subtle ideation in our community, can we somehow develop a program or work together? And I said, sure. Well, I went to the Sikh temple. I talked about depression. I talked about, uh, you know, uh, suicidal ideation and mental health issues. And and I talked on a Sunday in front of everyone in the whole in the whole place. So wow. you know, I think I think now the Sikh community is kind of slowly embracing my message or the message of acceptance and tolerance of queer people because Sure, Vancouver is no longer a threat. We just want to help the community, help the children in the community, help the lesbian people in the community. We are not challenging or we're not blaming anyone. Like I, I, one of my friends who's quite an orthodox uh, Sikh watched this emergence. He said, what I really liked about emergence was you didn't blame the Sikhism. You didn't blame the culture. You didn't blame, you just shared some lived experiences and stories that people can walk away and think or feel or have emotions or whatever they whatever they can walk away with whatever they want there was no actually set agenda you know trying to convert people to some sort of homosexual agenda or something we just we just said you know you know because you know we didn't claim to be experts on Sikhism or or anything. We just the, the the characters in the story is kind of like a focused case study. We're looking at the Punjabi Sikh community in Metro Vancouver because that's a huge demographic in this city. Yeah, and we happen to connect the storyline with that. But our director is actually Hindu from Kerala in. Uh, in South India, he's uh, he's from uh, he's, so we do have diversity there as well. Yeah, uh, incredible. I mean, and I don't want to I don't want to give any spoilers, despite the fact it's a documentary. I don't want to give spoilers, but there were certain things that happen where we see one character. Do we call you characters? One, what we see Jag's starting point, and then what ends up happening with with Jag's life and Jag's parents and and then everybody's together at the end. And I, I was just like, this is, look at look at all these beautiful people together. I just, I, I loved it. I can't wait for more people to see it. So can you, maybe I'll ask you, Vinay, where can people uh, watch the film? Like, let's speak specifically to uh, Vancouverites, because I understand that you have a screening that is coming up in Vancouver at uh, 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 the, one of the upcoming, like the Social Justice Film Festival. Yeah, I'm really excited because um, I'm more than the international festivals. I'm I'm excited for the local ones, so I can actually interact with people here. 
what they think, like the actual audiences, we can talk to them. Um, we have a few lined up, actually. There's, um, there's the K-Dogs Festival that's going to be the BC premiere. Um, and then we have uh, the newest film festival that's going to be screening in October, okay. I believe. Uh, October 23rd. October 23rd, and it's going to be at the Landmark Cinema, so we can actually go and watch it in a big screen. Big screen, uh, popcorn, amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, missed, I've missed the popcorn with my movies. I, I mean, know. beyond microwave popcorn yeah. served here. <laughs> we, we actually have four film festivals yeah. who have accepted the film in Metro Vancouver, four film festivals, and... Uh, Two of them have announced KDOCS and New West Film Festival, but two of them, they, they haven't announced yet, so we can't disclose it. <laughs> okay. Okay, well then, I mean, this is the good point then. So where can people find you and follow you and keep up to date on all of the screenings on social media? So you just go to emergencefilm.net. Our website has all full details about community-based screenings, film festival screenings, all our awards. You can download our discussion guide. You can take a look at our videos, our trailers. We're definitely going to post your podcast on there. Yay. And we, we also, we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Emergence Film. And, uh, you know, our YouTube, our, our official trailer on YouTube is now approaching 16,000 views. And 80% of the people who watch that trailer watch it right to the end credits. So... It's really getting, it's, we're starting to get some traction now, right? So, so if you haven't checked out, if you don't have time to check out the film, at least check out the trailer, because I'm sure after you watch the trailer, you might want to watch the film. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to ask this question, but it just popped, like, how do you feel about that, Alex? Like, that's yours, yours is one of the three stories. Like, is it, does it, does it feel like it's your story that's up there? Like, do you feel very vulnerable and like you're you know, like you know what i was confident a hundred percent of the time with if nay was behind the project he is so talented i'm telling you mm -hmm. if you see he designed the poster for emergence i don't know if you saw the poster did yes 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 you know, he designed the poster he did the discussion guide he you know he is such a strong editor with films I, as long as Vinay was behind the project i was fully confident that we will do, you know, we, I don't know, like, I don't know if we're going to win any big awards, but I'm sure the film would have an impact. But um, so as long as he was there by my side, I was happy. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love all the love. And I love that how much that you, you are uh, committed to changing hearts and minds. That is all the time we have for today. Please, listeners, like, subscribe, leave us a review if you are so inclined. They help us find even more listeners and we can keep these conversations going. You can find us at www.yvrscreenscene.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at YVR Screen Scene. The YVR Screen Scene podcast is hosted and executive produced by me, Sabrina Harani Ferminger, and it's edited by Simon Ferminger. Special thanks to Mariana Ferminger for recording our Patreon ad, to Paul Ferminger for technical support, and to Dane, not Ferminger, Devolay, poor not Ferminger, Dane, for the original music. While your screen scene is a division of Fish Flight Entertainment. Join us next time for another deep dive into Vancouver's dynamic film and television scene. And cut! This ad begins with a story about an important but largely forgotten piece of Hollywood North history, the fish flight. 
In the 1980s, the fish flight was an early morning flight from Vancouver that delivered fresh fish to Los Angeles before the start of the business day. These were the early days of Hollywood North, before digital deliveries and fast transfer speeds, and the pioneers of the Vancouver film industry began loading up the fish flight with film reels so Hollywood execs could review the footage shot on the previous day. The fish flight was also one of the building blocks of the visual effects and animation mecca that is present-day Vancouver. And Fish Flight Entertainment builds on this legacy. Fish Flight Entertainment serves the games, film, and television industries. We remember the days of the fish flight and attack our projects with the same passion as those pioneering days of yore. We believe in jumping off the cliff and building our wings on the way down. And who knows? That old fish with improvised wings may even fly. Learn more about Fish Flight Entertainment at fishflightentertainment.com. That's fishflightentertainment.com.